Happy May, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show, where we're obsessed about helping you make some dough in the restaurant business. And yes, I know April was quite eventful for us all, and uh, but we, this is May. It's May 2020, and we got to make it the best May it's ever been. We got to crush our sales because that has got to be our focus. I don't care if the world is coming to an end. I don't care what's going on. Our focus in this business is to make sure we're continuing to grow our sales because, friend, sales, good sales can cure multitude of issues in this business. And particularly if you're very stressed, let's shift our focus for the next 15 to 20 minutes to what is it going to take for you and me to grow our restaurant sales in the next month like never before. I'm going to tell you that some people are doing it. Big box companies like, I don't know, Papa John's, Domino's and whoever, they grew their sales in the month of April. Uh, and I also know some local restaurants who have grown their sales, some that are crushed, some that are closed, some that are never going to be open. So you and I are going to choose in which category we're going to be in. I know where we've chosen to be in, so it's a matter of where you've chosen to be in. And if you want to grow your sales alongside of us, well, I invite you to uh, check this show as we talk about May. I'm going to share with you what's my perspective, what's my focus, what are the projects I am working on because... I'm always working on streamlining different aspects of our marketing. Uh, so it is more of a like a dough machine. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like a dough machine. You want your restaurant to be a dough machine, making dough for you. And you control how much flour, how much water, how much yeast, and whatever you add to it. And on the other end, you're getting good dough every single day. And so that is our focus. Let's talk about May. Uh, and before we go too deep into this, I wanted to tell you on our website, we have a lot of resources because we want to help you make some dough around here, people. So you can go to our website, makingdoughshow.com, as you can see. And uh, I have this free PDF. It's a free resource. I'm going to have the link in the description. It's a year's worth of marketing ideas. It's 52 ideas. If you were to implement one idea a week in uh, 52 weeks, which is one year, you will have 52 little things that are working for you, helping you grow your restaurant sales. Um, so when it comes to at least my approach when I'm going into you know our restaurant uh, planning the month is I always want to begin with the end in mind and that's a very famous quote with Stephen Covey. By the end of the uh, the end of month May, where do we want to be as a restaurant? You know, I'm looking at marketing, we're looking at operations, we're looking about the trainings we need to create. What kind of staff do we need? What hirings do we need? And again, so all of that and the first piece of the puzzle is sales and i'm going to sh uh, share that with you but again my husband and i we have a lot of conversations about different things when it comes to planning our month planning our quarters and all of that uh, looking at our finances looking at our book you know all kinds of stuff which hopefully you're doing as well but the focus today is obviously just the marketing side so before anything and as i mentioned we're going to start with sales data Again, I hope you're getting a piece of paper, you got your POS up, you can pull up your data, hopefully you already know this. We revisit these numbers every single week with our managers. Like for example, for the month of April, I'm looking at what was uh, last April 2019, our sales week, I mean week to week or month to month, we're comparing and we're looking at our percentage of growth. So we had uh, in our first location, which is our flagship, our bigger location, we usually used to do 50% dine-in, 50% pickup and delivery. We had in the month of April about five to six percent growth, and our second location is a smaller uh, little location we have. It's we own pizzerias. Um, we had actually forty percent sales growth, so that is month of April. So 
always I'm looking at fantastic. We're going to celebrate it for two minutes and then we're back to work. How are we going to crush our last record in the month of May? So first it starts with pulling the data from 2019. So for easy math, hypothetical numbers, because that would be easy for me to explain. May 2019, imagine our sales was 100K for the month. If the sales was 100K for the month in 2019, I'm looking at 2020 May, I'd like it to be 110K because that would be 10%. We're always looking for a minimum of two-digit sales growth. It may be less, it may be more, or it may be none at all, or who knows? We have to have a target, otherwise we don't know where we're going, correct? So that is, and I'm going to uh, share with you what I do with that number, which is my 10% sales growth. I'm like, all right, so, and, and the example that I'm going to go over actually with you is like, imagine you want to grow your sales 20K. So I initially was trying to tell you like, if you had 100K in sales, you want to go 110. And the variance or the increase or the increment uh, is 10K. But for my easy math here, I'm looking at, for example, imagine you want to grow your sales from last year, month of May, $20,000. Okay, then we're going to translate it into different things. We're going to translate it into the number of tickets. And that's how I like to go about it because that tells me how many homes that I need to bring, how many people do we need to bring back, the number of tickets that is in our controls, something tangible. So for easy math, and again, our average ticket is more than $20. I'm just for easy math saying, so if I need to bring in $20,000 more than last year, and an average ticket is $20. It's 1,000 tickets a month that I need to bring in extra to generate that 20K increment that I'm looking for. That is always my focus. I'm hoping that things are going well, that month after month, those people that were coming in, they're coming, they're gonna come in next month. But I'm gonna focus on what's going to be, uh, what it's going to take on my end and the marketing department of our restaurant, which is kind of my main role in the company is to bring in 1,000 tickets a month. So very simply speaking, nothing new under the sun. As you already know, there are three ways for you to grow your sales end of story. One is increasing your repeat business. One's gonna be getting new customers and increasing your average ticket. So again, I, I'm, I break it down. I go, what's my sales increment I wanna see? Then from there, I'm gonna be, how many tickets does that mean? And then how am I going to increase that through repeat business? I'm gonna increase that through getting new customers and how I'm gonna um, grow, get that number through increasing our average ticket. So very simply friends. So what is your average ticket? If you have a piece of paper or something like that, I really would like you to, I hope you're writing this down. Otherwise, you know, this is not an entertainment show where we're talking about business and actual numbers as though you were sitting here across the table from me. And this is the stuff we talk about our managers. And again, my desire to help you grow your sales. So what is your average ticket? What was your sales in the month of April? What kind of increment do you want to see? I'm sorry, in the month of May. And what kind of increment do you want to see in the month in May for 2020? I'd like you to write it down. Okay, that's your increment. What's your average ticket? You can pull that number up from your POS system. You should know that off the top of your head. Um, in the month of April, our average ticket was way higher than before because a lot of people do pick up and delivery. Average ticket is higher. But what is your average ticket? So how many tickets do you need to, uh, to bring in at what average ticket for you to get that sales goal, that target that you have? So a couple of simple ways. I have other videos in terms of how to increase your average ticket about upselling and all of that jazz on the show. So be sure to subscribe, look for those videos, or I may just uh, link them down below for you. But uh, two things, having family, feed the family deals, which is what we call feed the family deal, but it's like a family combo deals, is a very simple way for you to increase your average ticket. If you had like a combo this, 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 
two to three things to feed a family, that would be a great way for you to grow your sale in terms of your average ticket. And you have got to have an upselling strategy. You have a front of the house manager. They must be focused on increasing sales. Everybody, or we are going under people. So put that in charge of them. Figure out what's going to be their strategy. Selling two liters, selling dessert, selling appetizers. We have got to do that. Or again, we're going under. You know how that is. So simply, again, that was about your average ticket. I gave you two quick tips about increasing your average to get this next month to hopefully hit your goal the next thing is um, we're talking about here is repeat business so the question I have for again repeat business how do you get repeat business very simply you being in touch with customers that have done business with you in the past right and part of that is having direct contact direct contact is you emailing them directly or you sending them a text directly social media you could have that warm market of yours people who have liked your Facebook page and or Instagram page or whatever social media you do those people have already probably been to your restaurant they liked you enough to find you on social media that is your warm market people who already know you now repeat business you can also I put Facebook ads in there as well because you can also show an ad to people who have already liked your page because as you know Facebook blah 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 I'm not going there you know what I you know where we're at in the status of the world, uh, and we got to work with that. So that's that. So the main question I have for, here for you is: these things try are tried and true methods of getting your repeat business. The things we're going over in this show and every show—it's nothing new, like this nuclear science material invented out of nowhere. Okay, the question is: are you doing these things consistently to get a consistent? sales growth that is the question for you to answer and how are you going to be consistent you need to choose one thing that you're going to do and be consistent at it so when it comes to this again email marketing um, it has about 20 some odd percent um, open rate for people to see your emails so it depends on what's your database of your email text message marketing has 98 percent as open rate as you know we're advocates for text message marketing and not only that we do that for our own restaurants and also we do that for uh, other fellow restaurant owners I have an agency called making dough texting we can talk about it later but the question is are you cons are, is your customers directly hearing from you on a consistent basis by that I mean weekly this is this is a question because if you're not doing this consistently you're not going to be getting the great results that you're hoping to get so these are simple tried and true ways to increase your repeat business if you really do want to see that 10k 20k sales increase in our example that we were talking about next is getting new business in the beginning of this pandemic affair when it started I wasn't really focused on getting new business initially I was like I, I didn't know what is going on in the world we weren't I was like I'm going to control what I can control and what it was is that okay I can control getting focusing on our repeat business people who already know us which I've, we've been here for about six years so a lot of people know us we have a large database of emails and addresses and phone numbers and things like that so I really relied on on, on that heavily then as the time go, went on because I, just, I did not know when how long this thing was going to go on we shifted our, our strategy in continuing to acquire new customers even during this time one of the main reasons is that there was this new move in supporting uh, local businesses and that was incredibly helpful for us as a local business a lot of people maybe they've heard of us they passed us you know they've been here uh, a long time ago shifted our strategy to also getting 
new customers like Facebook ads and things like that responsibly tracking numbers looking at the insights and things like that okay but um, if you want to get new customers simple ways is Facebook or Instagram ads is getting new customers because you can also control it if an ad is not working you can pull the plug instead of other ways of investments like mailers and things like that we, we can chat about that later if, if you want more information about some of that YouTube ads I wrote it here because we've not done YouTube ads and I really would like us to do YouTube ads because I think that that's a tremendous opportunity for us so that's why it's on my forefront because I know that's a way for us to get new business and so again we're going high level I'm looking at different strategies I'm looking at, okay how are we gonna get repeat business da la 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 I'm looking at the numbers we're going down we're going down deeper and deeper and this is called a top-down method when you just go deeper and deeper so the next thing I want to uh, share with you is coming up with deals for a month we talked about combo deals possibly like a feed the family deals all you got to come up with is four deals for the month of I mean I have no idea how many weekends are in a month but you get my point in the month of May Lord knows, but we send our deals every Friday. So I know that I need four to five deals very simply. You can uh, put them all in a spreadsheet. You can have all your man managers have access to that spreadsheet, especially if you have multiple locations, because they're going to need to know. So our deals always go, go out on a Friday. As Friday through Thursdays, our deals are. And our managers place the food order like Wednesday and Thursday, depending on which location. So they can just refer to the spreadsheet instead of asking me what the Feed the Family deal is. Do you know what I'm saying? And we map it out quarterly. I told you about four to five weeks. I'm, t I'm telling you four combos because I'm trying to be nice to you, uh, get you to map your month out on a monthly basis. Ideally, you want to do this for quarterly, and it's very simple. It's 13 weeks. And you have got to be tracking results, friends. So I'm going to share with you just very briefly. This is our Feed the Family deal, like a spreadsheet. Very simple. I have, like, what's a special occasion coming up? Okay, Mother's Day coming up. So this is our uh, two locations that we have. I have item one. It's like a, it's a tiramisu. What's the price? Uh, item number two is, like, um, I'm sorry, it's a pizza, and it's a tiramisu, hypothetically. The, it comes to, uh, the total comes out to this. What's the discount amount? Uh, whatever that number goes into the POS system, blah, blah, blah. I have just I wanted to show you is that I have a spreadsheet uh, for our Feed the Family deal. Uh, so we know what our deals are for the month. I, I do think at this time it is always good to have specials and things like that. And I like to keep things simple. If you do more than one thing a week, you are going to just spreading yourself too thin. And we come up with one deal a week, and I look for all the ways that I can promote that one thing and get it in front of thousands of people. And so for simplicity of operations, that is what we do. You may not be doing this, and that is fine too, but I, again, I'm just sharing with you what we do here. Then month of May, there are a few things going on. Mother's Day is coming up, and for Mother's Day, it's going to be different than what you did before. Of course, just like the world is changing. So how are you going to create an experience for moms, even if they choose to celebrate it at home and not come to your restaurant. So, you know, sometimes we lead with a campaign that is about no dishes or we do giveaways because, again, going back to no dishes, uh, I'm a mom. So, like, I know that doing dishes every single day gets to be too old too fast. But what's going to be, how are you going to make moms feel special? How are you going to uh, be a point of bringing people together? That is going to be you thinking this through it and thinking about how can you make it special again it's not going to be like before that maybe you came up with this dessert or this package thing you expected people to come to your nice restaurant and get mimosas right it's going to be maybe slightly different and how can you serve your customers if they choose to get their food delivered if they get to choose um, pickup 
or they get to choose dining with you if you live in a state like the great state of Texas that's open for dining. So that is a big one being Mother's Day. So thoughts on that, that's coming up really fast. Other days that are coming up are appreciation days and weeks. I put that teacher's appreciation, we got nurse appreciation. In the past, for example, we take food out to our fire department, we take photos with them, share them on our social and things like that. Again, you gotta be creative. I wanna tell you for teachers, We've always done a, a great giveaway, all of that. This year, we've had multiple schools approaching us because we've done pizza kits, and they're asking for pizza kits for their teachers. One's asking for 30, one's asking for 40. So, And we love bulk orders. I don't know about you guys. So those are some of the things that we're doing with, again, pivoting and shifting every minute because that is where the demand is. I, I really wish it wasn't, but you know that. So uh, Memorial Day, I usually create a no-brainer deal. It's going to be a discounted deal. Usually it's like a pizza that's very discounted. Um, what we do for Memorial Day, because a lot of people choose to pick up. It depends on, you know, if it's, uh, what, how's the weather? If it rains, if it's not, people want to do barbecue or they choose to come out to our restaurant or, or to pick up. So that is my strategy. I'm looking at my four, four or five combos for this month. And then I'm looking at what are the special days uh, this month that I need to promote that around okay simply it's that so all i'm asking you to do friend is we looked at the sales data how many sales you need how are you going to do all of that stuff then we talked about coming up with four or five combo feed the family kind of deals this month then look at you know if you want to do anything special for particularly like mother's day or memorial day simple that's that's the time we have right so the other question i have for you internally is what marketing systems will you be creating in the month of may Okay, you want your restaurant to be a dough maker, as I mentioned. And in order to do that, again, one of the challenges becomes the more you take on, the more things you want to do, you, you may not have the time to sit and um, do the marketing for your restaurant. Then you look into another agency to do the work for you. You may not be able to trust them. You don't know exactly what they're doing. He, this is a complex issue. However, you must make time for marketing and you must create systems for your marketing. And, and it's going to be your job. You may hate it. You may not want to do the technology. You may not understand it. You and I signed up for this and somebody in the company must obsess over this. If it's going to be you or it's going to be someone else, but do you know what I'm saying? So I am always looking at whatever that I'm doing when it comes to marketing, how can I streamline it, systematize it. So for example, with our Feed the Family deal that I'm telling you, I am involved, but I'm going to be looking at how am I going to make this, map this whole thing out a quarter at a time, so I'm able to spend like two hours per quarter, look at the whole quarter and for this to be done. Same as with social media, how can I sit down once a month and write down all the captions and the thing for the whole month? and be done with it. Do you know what I mean? You've got to be thinking strategically. And as always, you want to start with what's taking much of your time because we don't want to be reactive when it comes to marketing. We want to be proactive and that's why we're having these sessions. I wanted to share with you instead of, for me personally, again, I want to share with you what I'm working on. Instead of focusing on a million things in this company when it comes to marketing because there's so much you and I can do, I am doing four things. I'm allocating time to creating Facebook group system. I'm doing community content, ads, and text and email. Okay, great. Which again, is a way for us to get new customers, get repeat customers, and increase our average ticket with these four blocks. One being our community. We're incredibly uh, involved in the community. So uh, we have a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations, whether it's in Facebook groups or people, if there is an any issue, people message us. I am involved in that because I want people to hear from an owner. It goes a long way. Um, if there's an issue, sometimes I pick up the phone and call, though we have front of the house managers. Sometimes I do that depending on the 
severity of the issue. But Facebook group systems, I need to create that is scalable that I can delegate to someone else if I'm not able to do it for a season or for a time. Partnership systems is another one that I'm working on with realtors, with dentists. How can we tap into their customers? How can I provide them gift cards or whatever for them to recommend our restaurant to their clients? Right? How can we turn other businesses around us into partners for them to refer customers to us? Right? So that's that. Content, I'm focusing on creating two videos per week. I slacked off for a year or two previously because we had made a lot and I was just repurposing those. We need to be started making new content and that is going to be another focus of mine. We're going to build our YouTube channel. We're going to put it on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, and blah, blah, blah. Ads, as I mentioned, I'm going to be working on learning YouTube ads. I personally have to learn it. Um, it's going to be a few hours, but I'll figure it out. It's not going to be rocket science. I'll share with you how it goes, and uh, we'll figure it out uh, here. YouTube system, uh, Facebook ad system. It's just a system to create so I can delegate with someone else. Currently, I run all of that for our restaurants, and I like to have my finger on it so I can kind of see what's going on. Text and email, we have got to, for us, systems to streamline this, this quarterly. So text, I have it quarterly. Email is not quarterly done. I have it every month. But again, I'm always looking at creating systems. That's the word that I'm using over and over here in hopes that you're getting it. Um, and with that, I want to talk about briefly about making do texting. Texts have 98% open rate. Uh, average redemption rate is about 20%. Okay, let's talk about what does that mean. That means that, for example, if you were to send 1,000 texts, you have a database, you know, we have over 4,000 phone numbers in our loyalty rewards program and the text that we send every single week. So with that being said, we have 16,000 people plus that receive a text from us every single month. That's what we do for our restaurant for the last five, six years. And we've been able to over triple our sales. So we're going to continue doing what has worked brilliantly for us. But I'm going to show, show you a little bit about the numbers so you see how that works. Great. So for example, cost-wise, if you were to send 1,000 texts, it's probably going to cost you about $30. That's industry average. And one uh, out of every 1,000 texts that you send, 1,000 people who receive your text, if 10 people, and that's like a 1% redemption rate, is it like 10 people out of 1,000 people that you send a text to, considering 98% open rate and how people check their texts way more than their email. At an average ticket of $20, that's $200, right? I'm trying to give you easy math. So you can turn $30 that you spend for that 1,000 texts into a minimum $200 uh, in sales on a weekly basis. You may have 2,000 people. You may have 4,000 people on your list. That is the goal uh, with text message marketing. We look at numbers. We look at data. Otherwise, we just, you know what I mean? That is what we do around here. If you need help with text message marketing and you want to talk about it, I am transparent. I told you the cost. I told you how it works. This is what we do. I've done it. I do it for our restaurants. I also do it for fellow restaurant owners. Uh, check out Making Dough Texting. You can just send me a quick email at team at makingdoughshow.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any feedback about anything in the world of restaurant business, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you want more information about texting, let me know and I'd be happy to help you out uh, as well to help you make some dough. If you've been thinking about other ways that you can support our show, which I would greatly appreciate, I'm a, a fellow restaurant owner, mom with little kids, and I love to make time to create these shows for you to help you make some dough through thick and thin. We've been through some thin affairs in the last couple of months. So be sure to subscribe to the show and like this video if you're watching it on YouTube. And if you're tuning in on the podcast, I'd appreciate it. It would mean the world if you would make like five minutes 
Actually, it's not even five minutes. It takes like two minutes to write a review for the podcast. It would appre- I would appreciate it greatly if you can do that. Or you can share this uh, show with, or any of our shows, with a fellow restaurant owner or a restaurant professional. And with that, you can, there are Facebook groups, there are LinkedIn groups, there are many kinds of groups out there that are for restaurant professionals. If you spread the word, I would greatly appreciate it as well. With that being said, I wanted to just finish this with saying, yes, I know April was hard for many of us and maybe you're still living in states that your restaurant is closed as we're talking about sales and all of that in may and it seems to be far far fetched i simply wanted to remind you of something that you already know you've started something with your restaurant you put your sweat and blood and i know it's mostly blood actually let's be real a lot of blood into your restaurant which is your baby your business baby i understand that fully I want to remind you, finish what you started. You have plenty of work to do wherever you're at. And this is the cards we've been dealt with. Let's get back up. Let's get back to work and finish what we've started and uh, make some dough around here. Thank you so much for watching. And I uh, appreciate it tremendously. And we will be in touch. And with that, let's get back to work and make some dough. Mm, Bye-bye.